This is your co-host, Mark, former Hooper, college Hooper, coach, trainer, hoop lover. You can follow me on Instagram at Breaking Barriers Training. Here with my guy, says kids, future partner in coaching and business, GZAC. Hey, what's up, man? I'm your other co-host, Gerald, Hooper, coach, trainer, overall lover of the game. Y'all can follow me over on Instagram at GZ underscore hoops. I'm here on my boy since kids and my future coaching colleague. Thanks for tuning in with us and let's get straight to the episode. My bro, what's up with you, my dog? Hey, what's good, Brody? How we doing? Pretty good, man. Looking to have a good day on this broadcast today, you know? Yes, sir. Episode 21. Yeah, man, this is lit, man. Before we get started, of course, we got to shout out uh, Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and the whole gang, and, and shout out to the fans, too, man. For sure, man. All of our numbers have been going crazy. We had some good feedback from episode 20, which was great, and we're just trying to keep pushing, just going to keep working on this podcast here and spreading our knowledge and just honestly just talking it up two hours a week. Yeah, definitely, bro. I mean, it's... It's love all the way around, man, so I can't complain for sure. Thanks. Except, yo, our uh, intro on episode 20, <laughs> yeah, low-key wasn't there, but hey, hopefully hopefully it's here for 21. Yeah, it was there for everywhere else except uh, Apple, so. Apple, man. We, you we love again. you. We love you, but you be hating sometimes, low-key. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, bro. So let's get straight to it. What's the topic? But, uh, the first thing, bro, we, we mentioned last episode that the NBA was beginning testing for obviously the coronavirus this past Tuesday, the 23rd. And we knew that with all these tests going now, we were going to be hearing some names being dropped of who tested positive, who needs to self quarantine and all that fun stuff. Right. So, man, I mean, I know we've been sending them back and forth to each other, but we've seen a handful of names being discussed for being positive for COVID-19 and, I just want to go over a few of these names and just kind of chop it up for a minute. Definitely. I mean, I know we've seen Jokic from the Nuggets. Man, yeah, that one hurt, bro. <laughs> and he's the – I mean, this list, obviously, they're all very, very talented players, um, but he is probably the most notable per this list. He He's the only all-star on this list, I guess I'm going to put it that way. So Jokic from the Nuggets definitely hurts them in the sense. But we do have to remember that the season is roughly five weeks away. So with these guys being tested positive right now, this allows them to have that two-week quarantine time. And also teams really aren't supposed to be reporting to Orlando until July 7th and 8th. And then the games aren't going to be starting until the 30th. So all these dudes that we're naming now and even in the next couple of days, they have some time to get themselves right, and they all plan on resuming and playing with their teams come July 30th. Yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy, honestly, because you just definitely said it last episode, uh, you know, and if you ain't heard it yet, go tap in episode 20. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, it's crazy. You definitely said watch all these names come out, and it's going to be a lot of people with it. And then we turn around, and as soon as we – looked the next day they started coming out so i mean it's it's just crazy bro facts i mean honestly like these positive tests they're they're in- inevitable right now i mean Definitely. if you think about all the dudes that are being tested roughly what 17 dudes per team there has to be at least one that's going to be testing positive and 
That's why I am happy that they're doing it right now as opposed to directly before the season begins. Yeah. So, I mean, we always say shout out to uh, Commissioner Adam Silver. I mean, this dude, he's really been putting the league on a pedestal the last couple weeks, couple months, really. And yeah. they've been thinking this one out through for sure. Definitely. I mean, like you said, they got time. So that's the that's the bright side about it. And to be honest with you, I think that's why they – probably went and did that so early because they was expecting guys to come out with it. Of course. And I mean, you know, they were still moving around themselves like nothing. So right. I mean, you, you got to expect it. Right. And all these guys that everything I've read, they've all been asymptomatic, meaning they haven't felt any symptoms of the coronavirus and they're all just kind of laying low. They're going to be self quarantining for two weeks and resting and doing what they can controlling what they can't control until they're able to get back with their teams and hopefully test negative in here in two weeks and then go from there. Definitely, man. Prayers to them that they get better ASAP. And, you know, like you said, shout out to uh, Mr. Commissioner because this ain't no easy job we say all the time. For real. That's the thing. So, yeah, we got Jokic from the Nuggets. We got Malcolm Brogdon from the Pacers. He's a pretty yeah. valuable asset there. He's real big for them. We got a pair or a trio, yeah, of Kings players, Jabari Parker, Alex Len, and also Buddy Heald, all tested positive. Mm. And we also got Derek Jones Jr. from the Heat. Yeah, and that was just the latest one we got, right? Right. I just seen that earlier today. So it's like. I mean, we knew this was coming, and I, I full-heartedly expect more names to be dropped within the next couple of hours, days, everything. But it's like, man, like, I really hope people are realizing, like, this pandemic, it's not going away anytime soon. It's definitely not. And if we're not taking it serious, it's never going to even halfway begin to go away, you know. So it's just like, I mean, the people that's tuning in here, and that's sharing it to other people to tune in, you know, just stay safe, man. And listen to the news or the doctors when they tell you, because I mean, you, you yourself, G, you work in the field, you see what's right. going on right? And, and there's no cure right now, bro. And it's like, nope. everybody think that this is a scapegoat to, um, you know, down, put downfall on other things that's going on in the world, but it's not this along with everything else that's going on is real. And it's like, we just got to stay safe. Thanks. I mean, that's we, we've been talking about it since we started this podcast, Mark. I mean, safety is the number one name in the game. Obviously, we all want to get back out on the court. We all want to hoop. We want to watch hoop. But, like, at the end of the day, there's more than more to life than just basketball. Oh, yeah. as, much, as much as that hurts me to say. Yeah, definitely, bro. <laughs> I mean, it's like – I mean, we say it all the time. You know, go tap into the episodes before this one, but uh, you know, you'll hear us say it all the time. Like we want to, we want to see it. We want to be back on the the court ourselves, being able to just shoot the ball whenever you know. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, man, it's life itself. Like you know, you won't be able to get to see no more basketball as a whole if you play around with this. So, I right. mean, I I rather lose it for a little bit and, and get my sanity back on life and just polish up my skills on basketball knowing it wise and then come back safe then lose my life or you know put myself in harm's way or anybody else because I'm being selfish for sure man for sure and it's like I I even think if this was me like what, what do you think you would do if you're one of these guys if you're in their shoes like you're prepping for the resumption of your season 
you take this test, you feel straight, you're cool, and then they're like, all right, you have COVID-19. Man, I mean, I don't know. That's that's a good question, honestly, because I'd be, you know, I, I'd be hurt for real. Facts. And Me I think that, that go back to last episode when we was talking about, you know, like an injury and how it affects you. I think I'd be hurt because it's like, how did I get it? Who was I around? You know, you start questioning everything. Right. Like we said, don't got no cure, so it's like, it's a chance you might not make it. But like, and you know, just it. For sure. I mean, this is definitely a psychological battle as well as a physical battle for these guys. I mean, I'm sure they've been training throughout this three month hiatus, and then right before everything's about to start back up, you pretty much have to put kind of your foot on the brake there and just lay low and chill, just be by yourself essentially for two weeks and then hopefully be able to get back on the horse and go from there. So it's like there's a lot of um, mental aspects that are coming into play here tonight. Yeah, bro, it's just scary. You know, it's just really scary because there ain't no cure. So I don't know. How would you react to it, though? Uh, I don't know, man. I mean, it's just tough. It's definitely a a psychological battle as much as it is a physical battle, battle for real. I mean, if you think, like, these guys have been training – probably for about three months now during this whole hiatus trying to get their bodies right their minds right and then a couple weeks before the resumption of the season you take this test you're feeling cool and then they're like yeah man like you actually tested positive so you kind of just got to take a step back put your foot on the get on the the brake actually and just lay low for two whole weeks which man when you're when you're just sitting around for two weeks that's a lot of time uh, I mean, it is, bro. You like, you then imagine them like this is their life. You know, right. they, they get this is their for... profession. So like, exactly. they're just they're just kind of cooling and staying by themselves for two weeks, hoping that at the end of that two week they're able to get retested. It's negative, and they can get back on their horse and join their team and get back to training again. So it's like, I don't know. I mean, personally, I would probably be pretty messed up. Not even gonna lie, but you just have to trust the guy upstairs and just talk to whoever's in your circle just to keep yourself cool and just try and stay positive as, as much as you can for real. That's facts, bro. I mean, end of the day, they, you got a lot of thinking to do, you know, and like how they going to work out. They ain't going to really be able to work out. It, it, it depends on where they're even staying too. Like if someone, like if you, if you got a family and you're trapped in your basement, <laughs> like what you about to do right so you just sit down there and do push-ups and sit-ups i guess run Man. on a treadmill or something you know? better keep a basketball down there or something <laughs> facts bro i mean it's, you, i don't know man it's just it's like we've been saying bro it's just a tricky thing that's going on and it's like if everybody could just follow suit and do what they need to do i feel like this could end asap for sure man it's just it's all we need to take the preventative measures that are assessed out there through the CDC and just run with them, man. I mean, I know everyone's going stir crazy. I know everyone wants to get out and do whatever they want to do, but we need to think at the big picture at the end of the day. So I'm, I'm happy that the league, like we said, implemented these tests five weeks prior to the start of the season just so we can get everything situated. Hopefully these guys that do test positive have enough time to lay low get retested and get back on the court when July 30th comes about. All right, yeah, definitely, bro. And you know, the crazy thing is, is that's how you could tell it was well thought out because, you know, we're five weeks. So they did it five weeks before they start back up. Facts. So you got two weeks to, uh, you know, self-quarantine, and then you got a whole three weeks to get back right. So mm-hmm. 
you know, it's just it. You could tell it was a lot of thinking into it. It wasn't just all oh, let's get them back to get their money and get our money. It was well thought, and you know, shout out to them for sure, man. I mean, at the end of the day, I think we need to just realize that we got to expect more positive tests in the next couple of days, next couple of weeks, and we'll keep everybody updated from there. But at the end of the day, the league is coming back. We we just might not have a few guys if they do end up testing positive, but it's just something we kind of got to deal with right now. That's all. Yeah, it is, man. I mean, that's the reality of it. You know, we can't we can't sugarcoat it. We can't get around it. It's just the reality of what it is, and we got to run with it and pray for the best. Facts. And even with that being said, say there are notable guys that do test positive or even just well-rounded uh, bench players, per se, that are routine guys, they're lineup guys, say they test positive, they're not able to participate in the resumption of the league, they're not able to participate in the playoffs whenever that comes about. The NBA has been implementing these replacement players. So Right, I've seen that too. Right, so teams are able to sign replacement players between June 23rd through the 30th. And actually, it's pretty interesting. So all 30 teams are able to pick guys up off the board between that seven-day span, not just the 22 that are competing in Orlando. So let me ask you something, bro, for the people who might understand. how What does that mean? So, like, what are they technically doing? So Let's... essentially, from what I've been reading, teams are permitted to bring a total of 17 players to Orlando to the resumption of the season. So right. 15 of those guys are on standard contracts. And two of those guys are two-way players. So they're just – they're pretty much reserves. They don't dress. They're just there in case someone does test positive or someone gets hurt. They're able to suit up and be ready to go. Mm. So with these replacement players, essentially what these guys are, say someone, like I said, test positive or gets hurt, any free agent within the NBA market is free, free game. They're all able to get picked up by any team, all 30 teams. Like I said, not even just the 22 that are about to be competing here in a couple of weeks. And you're really able to sign these guys through the end of this year. Wow. That's dope. So, yeah, man. I mean, even with that being said, too, I was reading, like, the playoff teams that do end up making the playoffs, so 16 teams, they'll also have 17 guys on the roster as well, but – They'll only have 13 active guys and four reserves or inactive players. I can see that, though. That makes sense because they don't want everybody around. Right. You know, so that's so, dope, though. So essentially in from today, five days, we'll have completed rosters. We'll have who is playing for who and who signed with who. That will all be finalized, and no other moves will be made after June 30th. Well, man, I'm re- I'm anxious to see who do what. You know, sh- somebody need to sign Jamal Crawford. I don't care. Facts, and that's I'm, what there's so many no- there. there's so many notable free agents. Honestly, definitely. You know, but they 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 not putting respect on his name like they should. No, so I, J J crossover should definitely be on a squad, bro. Definitely, that's why I feel like I should throw that out there. You know, and I see uh, L A looking at Swish, our boy Team Swish. Yeah, to potentially replace Avery Bradley, who's saying. He will not be participating in Orlando. He wants to focus his energy elsewhere with the social injustice that's going on in today's world. So shout out to Avery for that. That's dope. Definitely. That's definitely dope, man. Do what you got to do. You know, it's bigger than us, as we always say. So I applaud him for, uh, you know, having the courage to do that. 
Facts. I mean, you think Jr. will fill with the Lakers? I, he's a hooper, bro. Facts. I honestly feel like he could last. He could hoop. I mean, he he played with LeBron at Cleveland. Of course, they probably run a little different system, but most likely they're going to run whatever LeBron wants. So right. he know he just got to spot up and be ready to let that thing go when LeBron get it to him. For real, he, all he needs to be is a guy that stretches the floor and is able to, like you said, step, catch, shoot. He don't kind yeah. of handle the rock. He really doesn't have to play much defense. I mean, he never really did throughout his entire career, to be honest. Right. But Until he, he got to Cleveland, I think. Right. Like, he don't have to be that high flyer like he was in Denver or New York. He right. literally just has to chill, camp, step, catch, shoot. Right. So, I mean, he could fit. And you know they got Deion Waiters, too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so them two will be big chilling. <laughs> what is Dr. going to do though? I don't know. He we haven't even seen him lace up for the Lakers yet, so we can't really say much about him until we see it on the court. Definitely, man. Shout out to him getting on the winning squad. Hopefully, he could get him something. I mean, Dion's nice too. He just was in kind of a a weird scenario over there in Miami the last couple of years. Yeah, man. I mean, everybody don't get. Just because you play somewhere, it don't mean that's a fit for you. You know, culture wise, how they how teams want to win. You know, certain things matter. So, and the Heat have a big culture. Definitely, bro. And he was trying to remember. I don't know if you saw it at all, but I remember at one point he was saying he was going to be the next D Wade in Philly's shoes. He could have been if he. I mean, I'm not trying to knock him, but the Heat are very adamant on summer work. They they keep their dudes in the weight room crazy. They keep yeah. their dudes loaded with strength and conditioning specialists, hands on deck at all times throughout the summer. And those guys, they really don't have much of a summer break, if you kind of want to call it that way. If you're yeah. not if you're not hooping with, let's say, Team USA, you are located in Miami getting working at the facility. And we don't, we don't know if he was doing that or not. So, uh, They say he had some demons he was battling as far as, you know, his ego and stuff. So, Right. Uh, I, I highly doubt he was in there putting <laughs> it work. But um, you know that's but, a that's a big thing to say. You know you gonna feel D Wade's shoes. Facts. Hey, that that boy can put the ball in the hoop though. Definitely, man. He he a hooper. He from Philly, man. All the Philly cats is hooper. Mm-hmm. So I mean, shout out to him. Facts. Anxious to see what he do. Right. A couple other notable free agents, man. I mean, Boogie Cousins, Demarcus Cousins, but he's already said he's opting out. He won't be signing with nobody when the season resumes. Mm. We got we got Isaiah Thomas. Sign him. He's still chilling. Yeah, sign him. He's a bucket. Celtics are signing. Yeah, bring him back. They dogged him for Kyrie, and Kyrie didn't want to stay there. Shout out to Kyrie, though. Him and Kemba? Man, that'd be cold. It would be. And then backcourt, but. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we got Ryan Anderson, valuable shooter. We got Lance Stevenson still available. He just spent the last year playing over in China. True, right. There's a couple other dudes, but we got uh, Shump and Gerald Green as well. I just wrote down kind of the bigger name guys. Right, right. But, I mean, yeah, man, there's a lot of dudes still left on the table that can get picked up, and I expect them to get picked up as guys, I hate to say it, but test positive for the for the virus. Man, man. It hurt just every time we had to say that, man. But, you know, them, like you said, those are valuable names, and there's probably other, um, you know, top-tier guys that's waiting to get signed as well. So I'm anxious to see what these teams do and how they feel like they fit the puzzle. I saw uh, Washington really wants Boogie bad, though. Or yeah. John Wall do, I should say. 
I was gonna say, yeah, they're trying to get the duo back together. That'd be cold, man. Him, for, Bradley, and Boogie. Wow. For next season, for sure. So wh- let me ask you a question, bro. Why do you think Boogie ain't want to come back with LA? I mean, they got a chance to win the ring. I don't know. I mean, he got he essentially got cut from them a couple months ago. Oh, and word. Then, okay. So he was just kind of chilling with the team, like he he wasn't on their roster. And then he was just training at the Lakers facility and working out with the team. Like, he wasn't at no games. He was just <laughs> kind of like, I don't want to say, but like me or you randomly right, pooping right. at the Lakers facility. <laughs> so it's like, I think he knew he wasn't going to get called back from the Lakers this year. But they were nice enough at the end of the day to let him still put in the work to better himself for the longevity of his career. So... I mean, maybe if the if the Lakers administration was like, all right, like Demarcus, we were trying to bring you back this season. What do you think? I think he would have said yeah. But any other team, he he, I don't think he's about it. I mean, he at this point he ring chasing because he didn't already took two severe injuries, right? And it's they're essentially cutting him off. To be real with you, they are. So I mean, this is a make or break summer for him slash upcoming season when it do make that quick turnaround, and then um, you know, wherever he go, got to be kind of a a great move for him and the team because they're taking a risk on him, and uh, like we said, he want to win because he ain't get that he. Ain't, I mean, he played in the finals, but you saw how that went. Yeah, it didn't go too hot. Yeah, so <laughs> I mean. Yeah, man, I don't know. But there actually has been a few notable signings in the last couple of days. Um, Joakim Noah got picked up by the Clippers, which is... Yeah, that's big. That's real big. That's probably them. the biggest move thus far. I mean, he can still go, honestly. And he's an intimidator down low. And what? As long as you work... Like, like he's a Dennis Rodman-type player on the boards and stuff. Like, as long as you work, it kind of don't really matter how old you ever are, you know? Facts. Or what you could do because the only downfall for him is that he's not really a scorer. It's not mm-hmm. that he can't score, but if you take a lot of things away and force him to be a scorer, that could hurt your team. But when you got Kawhi Leonard and Paul George with Lou Will on the bench, come off the bench, and other guys. Bro, there's, they're so hurt. deep now. Yeah, I don't think you hurt for scoring when you got those the guys he got with him. So uh, defensive-wise, which that's the type of team they are, that's big for them. Thanks. And honestly, like, we've talked about it in recent episodes. Like, today's NBA game, you honestly don't even need a center. So it's like, no. or if you do have one, he needs to be more defensive-oriented like Joakim. So there's yeah. there's not really much. Put your center down the block, post up, drop step, dunk the ball. Like You, don't, you just don't really see that no more. That was kind of early 2000s basketball. Where right, today, right. obviously, we know it's more run and gun, get a stop and go. So... He definitely fits that mold there, and I'm excited to see what he does in L.A. I mean, that just makes this whole Lakers-Clippers thing even bigger. Oh, bro, it's like they Clippers went and made that big move, so like now the Lakers going to get Jr. That could be big for them because it helps stretch the floor more for Braun. Mm-hmm. And then it's just like, you know, now we got to play. Facts. So, I mean, you know, it's I'm interested to see, like you said, what – Joe Kim could do because, uh, you know, remember way back in his career when he's like, I couldn't play for Cleveland. It's too boring here. Now you're in L.A. <laughs> yeah, he used to talk mess on Cleveland, bro. Yeah, so, you know, you're in L.A. where the big lights is. So, mm-hmm. you know, let's see how everything pan out. Right. 
Then we got we got Corey Brewer signed with the Kings. Yeah, that's kind of random. Uh, random is MX. <laughs> David Nawaba signed with the Rockets, so he was over at the Nets, but he's hurt, so he just got a big bag, literally just chilling. Like that's what a lot of people are saying. Like he he's already rolled out for the next season, and the Rockets randomly picked him up. <laughs> so then we got Anthony Tolliver signed with the Grizzlies. Tyler Tyler Johnson with the Nets. Tyler Zeller with the Spurs, and then. This one's a little bit more exciting. Trey Burke signed with the Mavericks today. Ooh. I didn't even know that, and that's my boy. Wow. So that's pretty big for them. Yeah, I mean, he actually played for Dallas last season. He did? Yeah, he backed up Luka. Dang, I might have been sleeping under a rock. I ain't Mm -hmm. even beat. But I never really watched Dallas on TV, so I'm not going to flex. But, I mean, that's big for them because you think about it, that could that could move Luca back two to two. Facts, and that's the thing. Like he was actually on in like the up and coming in his career. Obviously, a couple years ago when he was killing it with the Knicks, right? And that's right. where he ended up at Dallas. He got a pretty decent paycheck there. Obviously, they drafted Luca, and that kind of hindered his development. But he was playing with Philly this past season, averaging career lows like five points a game, couple assists, nothing crazy. So I'm excited to see him go back to Dallas and. Make a playoff push with them. Now that you now that you say it, and I'm starting to think about it, I do remember him at Dallas, but it was like it was short. It I was brief. Like, yeah, it was brief. All his stints everywhere was short, and I mm-hmm. feel like he didn't really get the opportunity to do what he do. So I mean, you know that that's definitely big for them. They daily uh believed in JJ to be a starting point guard as small as he was. Mm-hmm. Why can't Trey start? You know what I mean? He, right. He's short, but he can hoop. Facts, bro. For sure. So hopefully he do what he need to do, and we'll see where to go, bro. Yeah, bro. We'll see who else gets picked up here in the next couple of days. That's all. Definitely. What's the next topic you got for us, though, bro? So this one we actually haven't touched on yet, touching on the WNBA uh, season resuming as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <clears throat> so the WNBA, they're preparing to resume their season, actually, in Florida as well, but they're about to be playing and staying at IMG Academy. <laughs> wow. Well, that's, that's nice. No, that's, no dope. that's dope. <laughs> so, I mean, obviously, last episode or two episodes ago, we were talking about freshman phenom, Jazair Jackson. He's right. a notable player over at IMG, and that's a great campus. I don't know if you've ever seen any videos from overtime or anything like that, Mm-mm. but that, that school is crazy. Okay, I got to check it out. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Even like when like Noah Farrakhan and them were there last year, that's mm. when they really covered IMG. It's dope. I got to check that out. So, yeah, the, the season, they're trying to resume it or kind of bring it back here from July into early October where they want to play a 22-game regular season and then the regular standard playoff formatting. Okay. So how many games do they play in the WBA? Like 30-something, 20-something, right? Bro, I'm not even gonna lie. I don't know. <laughs> I was wondering. I'm, 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 so assume, I'm assuming it's less than 22 because they made it. They made it very clear we're playing a 22 game regular season and then the regular playoffs. So uh, okay. So I was about to say was they making it a full season, but that's still dope too. I actually seen one of the chicks on there say that she wasn't gonna hoop. I don't know her name though, so I wonder if it's gonna be a lot of them doing that too. Oh yeah, I seen that. I seen Alexi Brown. Yeah. Share it. I, I don't know. 
Okay. The, a regular WNBA season play they play thirty four games. Okay. Okay. So I they, Google it real quick. <laughs> <laughs> so they only cut it twelve games. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that I ain't guess, bad. I guess I get it, but. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, I don't know. I one thing about the WNBA that's always been pretty cool to me. Um, they've always been a league where they're very adamant on expressing their opinions and their views on world issues. Thanks. And it's not even just coming from the players. It's it's coaches. It's administrative. It's it's everybody. Yeah, right. So I've seen a couple of the girls were saying like, I'll sum it up. I just kind of typed up a few things like, the season will give the WNBA the chance to show the world that it's taken the steps needed to secure their livelihood and well-being, but also providing the opportunity to amplify their collective voice. And I agree. And, you know, not to take the light off of them, but LeBron said that as well about the NBA. Yes, sir. I've seen that. So it's just like, and I also agree with that because I believe we both said it too in a couple episodes ago about how the exposure can help them speak on things more. But, um, you know, like we said before, everybody got their different views. But, I mean, we already said before, the WNBA don't get the respect they should get. So Not at all. Being that this pandemic is going on, this might actually help people tune in more maybe, put some more eyes on the WNBA's games. For and, sure. And then, you know, they could speak in their interviews about the the social injustice they they see and the how they don't get the, the notoriety they should and wherever else they're feeling about. For sure. I mean, honestly, like you said, with the pandemic going on, the WNBA games, they will now be live on national TV. I mean, they've always been, but More it be on, yeah, it'd be on like a random Sunday afternoon. Where it's like, I, I don't know. Like, it, like it was the just, NBA would be. Like the NBA would be, basically. I get Yeah, but like, they didn't promote it much. There wasn't much marketing behind it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So now it's actually about to be on ESPN, CBS Sports, NBA TV. So I myself, I'm going to try and to, uh, tune in to more WNBA games because we've talked about the women's game on here multiple times. Right. These girls can go. Like, they are so fundamentally sound. They're so smart within the game of basketball. It's amazing to watch. And all of our young guys on here that listen to our our podcast here, I would advise you to tap in with a few WNBA games and just pick up the little things from these girls. You can transition it into your own game. And to be real with y'all, the females actually catch on faster. So easily, don't don't disrespect their game or you know what they do because they could do exactly what the males could do. So I, I'm definitely tapping more too, you know, because I. Never really got to catch them unless it was two big teams that was playing each other, you know. For sure, like the finals or something, you know. Yeah, you know, so I never really get to see them. But now that they're doing that, I definitely got to tap in because, I mean, it's great basketball to watch. It's more basketball, and you can even learn just from watching them, so. For sure, and that's what a lot of them are saying. Like, this may be one of the biggest opportunities that the league as a whole has and potentially will ever have just because the public eye will all be on them. For really the first time, so I'm excited for them, man. I hope I hope the game truly grows. Um, I, I think it's crazy that this is all happening post Kobe Bryant passing away. Right. As we as we've talked about many times, he was a huge advocate for the women's game, not even just because of his daughter Gigi, R.I.P. to her as well, and everybody else involved in the crash. But right. Kobe loved the women's game of basketball, just because kind of like we were talking about. They focus on the little things like footwork 
and just overall skill set and team-oriented basketball that you don't see in the men's game every night. So I hope with this going on, man, more people show love to the WNBA and just respect their overall game. Yeah, bro. I mean, end of the day, they do the same thing the, the men do. They just don't dunk. They put the ball in the round thing, right? Exactly, bro. <laughs> Ain't that the object of the game? You know, mm-hmm. so, I mean, I don't see what the knock is because they can't dunk. But Some some of them can. And it, <laughs> exactly. And it's like, you know, the dunking, if the dunking is the most exciting part of basketball to you, period, then something's wrong. You're not really a fan of basketball. Yeah, you're not a real hoop junkie. You're just a uh, – I don't uh, even know. You're, you want to say you watched it. Facts. Yeah, you seen that highlight, bro? Yeah. <laughs> Something yeah. to talk about in the barbershop. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, other than that, though, I'm, you know, I'm excited for them, bro. Hey, like you said, RP to Cole, GG, and all the other seven others in it, the tragedy. But, you know, I, I just wish he could see this. Facts. Because of the fact, like, of course, he would help expand it even more now that they're he, on TV. He really would. So it's just like, this is, it's a dope situation. And I feel like, in a way, he, he up there smiling because he bringing light help and bring a light, you know, so Facts. I mean, definitely tune into the WBA, observe it for yourself, and when it do start up, tap in with us and tell us what you honestly think about it. For sure, yeah, whenever, whenever, anything basketball oriented for all of our viewers here, if you see some film you want us to go over, you see some breaking news that you want us to just touch on on our, our weekly episodes. Anything, man. Tap in with us. We're both on all social media platforms at GZ Hoops and at Breaking Barriers Training. We always got y'all. We always respond to the DMs, and we love hearing from you guys. So whenever you want to tap in with us, go right ahead. Yeah, we don't we don't bite and we don't leave you on read. <laughs> never, never that, never that. Two normal, two normal dudes, man. That's all. Yeah, yeah, for sure, bro. So I mean, definitely tap in with us, and um, you know. Let us know everything, cause honestly, bro, somebody I gotta send you. I gotta look back at it and send you it. But somebody just asked us to talk about how we actually break down film. Okay. As, as far as uh, you know, we watch it, so we definitely gotta tap in with that. Either make that a full episode or you know. Oh yeah, that 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 could be a full blown segment that could take twenty thirty minutes easily. Definitely, man. So you know, I actually forgot to tap in and tell you that it was. Oh, we're cool. Uh, but yeah, so you know, definitely more people tap in, and we'll we gonna put it in there for sure. We're, we're never gonna not do what you ask. Facts. Well, even that one we got y'all on Tuesday. Yeah, we'll tap in or Monday. My bad, Monday. For we sure. We got you there. For, for sure. sure, man. For sure. So this next thing, bro. I know you. You actually sent it to me, I believe. Um, Lavar Ball. We haven't heard from him in a minute. But you know he had to say something crazy with the league resuming and the draft date coming up set for October 16th, where he essentially said the Warriors aren't a good fit for his son, LaMelo. That's cold, bro. That's cold. He said they got Clay and other guys. Now you want to put Melo in that mix to say you got to follow these guys. Melo ain't no follower. But I don't don't necessarily see him as following, though. No. I don't see why he can't – I don't see why he can't, you know, do his own game. You saw what KD – I mean, I'm not saying he's at KD level yet, but you saw what KD did as far as how he came and everybody like, oh, how he going to adjust. Steve Kerr just let him play his game, and that's the type of coach Steve Kerr is anyways. 
is a freelance guy. He lets you have your freedom. For sure. And as long as you respect the game, I don't see why he can't last there. That's all I'm saying. Like, truthfully, he could learn so much under Coach Kerr, also with Steph and Clay and even Dre, Draymond Green. Right. But honestly, like, like you said, he could really step in right now. He would really play the three and dude six seven six eight. So they would have three guards that can completely just take the ball and go. Their <laughs> their pace of offense would be faster than the league's ever seen. Bro, I mean, be honest with you, I put him at the the, the three, but I'll probably let him run the two more and let Clay slide to the three. Clay run three, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I mean, either way, you can't go wrong. Mm-mm. Like you said, the the offense will be, bro. My goodness, it's just stupid. It'll be something stupid, bro, because he won't have to worry about all the pressure being on him. You know, he got mm-hmm. two polished guys. He's with a polished championship uh, organization, honestly. Right. I mean, man, that'd be a dope fit. Um, you know, I always agree with Lavar, anyways, but that one is a little outlandish. Yeah, I don't know about that one. So I mean. Truthfully, now if the Warriors do get the number one pick or second pick, third pick, wherever Melo is available at, they probably won't take him just based off these comments. <laughs> right, exactly. You know, it's you know, uh, you know, it's crazy too, bro. I mm-hmm. saw something that uh, we was talking about. I saw that the uh, Warriors is actually interested in James Wiseman. Yeah, I mean, I can see that for sure. Yeah, we've been saying that from the jump. I, I think we said that on episode one on Instagram, Instagram yeah. Live. Yeah. Definitely. So, I mean, that's big. You know, we was talking about him and Melo, so. Facts. I mean, a young athletic big who can run the high pick and roll and just, he'd be like a like an early stage AD. Yeah, because he can shoot the ball too. So, I mean, mm-hmm. that's that'd be big. I'm, I'm excited. I mean, it's all about basketball, so I'm excited, period. But I'm excited to see the season start and how everything pans out. And then I'm definitely excited to see, like, where other free agents go. Like, how to draft go. I'm just anxious to see because it's like for them to overcome all this, it's like, you know, they could do anything. For sure. So, even, with, even with that being said, with the upcoming draft class, and like you said, you're just excited about everything and anything basketball oriented. Right, right. And I know you've seen that 2K20, NBA 2K20, added this upcoming draft class into their little. I don't. I don't play my team, or I don't really game that much, truthfully, myself. Right. But okay. into their my team packs, where like Lamella was being promoted all over social media. I see. Uh huh. Yeah. So it's just crazy, man. Like we talked about it multiple times on here, but this kid's honestly a superstar before he's ever even played a minute in the NBA. All of them is, bro. I mean, I seen him and uh, James actually um advertising that. So, you know what I mean? How dope is that? You haven't played an NBA game yet and you play you're on two K. before you're even in the NBA. My goodness. That's God, just dang. that you just don't understand. <laughs> I seen RJ Hampton promoting it too. Wow. Yeah, that is right. I saw his too. So I mean it's just crazy, bro. It's amazing what social media and everything else can do for them. I know man. And honestly even bouncing off what you said about social media I know you're a big fan of J Law B Ball, Jordan Lawley. Yeah, definitely. Shout out to J Wally, man. Facts. That's, that's my guy. But, I mean, he's been known for training NBA players, overseas pros, high level collegiate athletes, high level high school athletes. A couple weeks ago, we talked about how he had Mikey Williams up in the gym. He was going against these D1 
he was going up against these NBA-based players, and he's actually been having – he actually had his first initial, I guess you could say, influencer run. So yeah. all, these, all these basketball YouTubers or basketball content creators actually linked up in L.A. at his gym, and they were running the fives. Hey, that was dope, for sure. Man, I mean, they got dudes like Devontae Friga. That D- he played at Mount Union. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever seen any of his stuff. It goes crazy. I didn't get to see him. Bro, you got to tap in with his stuff. He's from Mount Union, like I said, right by us back home. He used to, all he would do would post game day vlogs from the D3 perspective. Uh-huh. And man, it really opened your eyes on how valid and how legit the D3 game is. Yeah, you got to send me something over after we finish with this. So oh, I, can I will in. for sure. Definitely. I mean, since the season ended, so it, just summing up real quick, his team was in the Sweet 16 of the, the D3 tourney. Okay. And the pandemic hit, they got cut, and obviously that's that. So since then, this cat, he lit, has his dad out in Florida. Mm-hmm. They, had, they made a full-blown, full-court basketball court. Um, he's been creating there. Now he's in Cali with a couple of his buddies where he's linked up with other dudes. Like I know you've heard of Chris Staples, the professional dunker. Yeah, definitely heard a- of him. AJ LaPrey former D1 player who's trying to play overseas now. I don't know if you ever heard of White Iverson. Yeah, I heard of him. He's disgusting. Like, all these guys are just out there. And I just think it's really cool that even in these crazy times, these these wild times, basketball and even social media as a whole, it's a, a valuable tool to just bring dudes together and just do something they all enjoy. So shout out to J-Law for doing, putting that together. Definitely shout out to him, man. I mean, that was creative for him to – you know, try to make sure he did something so everybody could stay in the gym or, or hooping, I should say. I mean, you know, we've been talking about R2 B-Ball, Ryan Rizuki. I mean, he's yeah. been having all the influencers up in his gym. So now, you know, J-Law had to bounce back too. <laughs> Definitely. I mean, it, bro, like we've been saying, 2020 is the opportunity to bring yourself to notoriety, no matter right. how big or small it is. And why why not capitalize? I mean, they already working these guys out, and they know guys want to get in the gym, you know? So right. Why not uh, make something happen? So, shout for out to them. For sure. And one more dude that was up in there, he's boys with Friga now, Colton Mitchell, starting D1 point guard at UMass. He actually just put together a little YouTube channel, and he's been going crazy. I mean, obviously, he can't profit off any of this stuff due to the NCAA regulations, but... That's something you got to tap in with, too. I'll send you some of his stuff, too. For sure, man. I, I love tapping into all this because, mm-hmm. I mean, all this information we get in, bro, is just, you know, s- stacking up in the canvas Facts. for us to, uh, you know, store when we get to that HBCU. Is there, hey, man, tap it. Yeah, if, if anyone didn't see that, Mark was tweeting about potentially coaching at an HBCU one day. That's one of his goals. And I told him I'd be along for the ride for sure. Definitely, man. <laughs> like you said, that the, would go crazy. Like you said, the one episode we we uh, the the modern day uh, Penny and Mike Miller, bro. Facts, bro. <laughs> so that'd be that'd be real dope, though, man. To make that happen for sure. Hey, we just gotta keep pushing, keep breaking barriers. You know how it go, man. Brick by brick, bro. We gonna get there, though, for sure. Facts, bro. And, hey, that's really all I got for you today. You got anything else, man? Nah, man, just, you know, appreciate you and sure. and, and the fans and Anchor and Apple and the whole gang, man. Let's just keep pushing, bro. That's episode 21. Yes, sir. Tap in with our socials at GZ Hoops at Breaking Barriers Training. 
run up our followers, run up our DMs, and run up these views, man. Let's just keep it going. Definitely, bro. And I'm going to tap in with you. Definitely send me that film and stuff over. Oh, I got you. I got you. All right, bro.